calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us today. Joining me in the studio is CJ Gibson. What's up? Sean Finnegan. Chomp, chomp. Steven Rue. What in the? Okay. More I don't bear. get it either, uh, yeah, but he keeps doing the chomp thing. I'll roll with it. We got a little bit different episode today, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you'll stay tuned with us. Basically, what we're going to do is answer all the fan questions. I put a call out on Twitter and on the Fire Team Chat Twitter, and I collected a bunch of the responses. So we're going to get right into it at the top of the show. The first question, it's on all of our minds, oh, no. or it has been, what because we're it? playing a lot of Battle Royales oh. from Kurosh. <laughs> if Bungie made a Battle Royale-style experience within the Destiny universe, what do you think it would look like? Big if I know, how would it distinguish itself from the others? What would it need to interest you? Love the show. Hashtag Quiver oh, King. Oh, God. Destiny <laughs> Legends. Yeah, the Quiver King. Oh, yeah, we've been playing a ton of Apex Legends. <laughs> we love Apex, Apex love Legends. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, <sighs> enjoying it. So uh, if Destiny were to enter that universe, that genre, how would they make it work? Sean Finnegan. <clears throat> so I don't know that Destiny works in a large-scale map. So my instinct, and this could just be totally wrong, like this is one of those things where like if I was a dev, you'd be like, let's try this, and it might get shot down because it's terrible. But but preface that Apex Legends just launched like a few days dropped. ago. Come yeah, on. it literally just dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It dropped, okay? Like you got to give some context to that, what's happening this week in the office. Yeah, that's okay. why people so, are Okay, so yeah, people are asking about Battle Royales because Apex Legends launched, and it's awesome. Drops. Uh Dropped, whatever. Why does it matter? <laughs> like a Titan. It's a Titanfall, yeah, but okay, it's not real. Okay. So, yeah. But it's awesome. We're all playing it. It's literally the only thing I want to play right now. Yep. I think it's so good. And I'm not a big BR guy. Like, I don't like Fortnite. I liked PUBG a lot and played a lot of that, but I thought it was uh, 
pretty janky. slow and a little janky, especially on Xbox. Yeah. Oh God! You um, Xbox, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and then people people couldn't convince me to try Blackout because I just don't really like Call of Duty, and I haven't played one since Modern Warfare Two. But anyway, we've been playing a lot of Apex Legends, and there's a lot of talk about it in the industry right now because within its first three days, 10 million players have played it, over a million concurrents. It's a huge hit, mm-hmm. huge like unequivocal hit that everyone loves. So and that's, that's why, why we're we talking about question, yeah. and that's why Karas sent it in. Also, maybe I should redo my intro. Welcome to Apex Chat, <laughs> our legendary show. Uh, that was pretty good, Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> so with Destiny, though, I think my instinct, and this might be wrong, is to make it smaller. Like, uh, Really? Yeah, to, instead of making it open. Because you remember, what was that big moon map in Destiny 1 that had First vehicles light. and stuff? Yeah. First light. Everyone hated that map. And no one really played it. I liked it in and the then alpha they beta. In the alpha and the beta. And then they good. removed it. The tanks were but they yeah, removed exactly. But they removed it from uh, the rotation because it sucked. And so I don't know that can Destiny can up. actually can work. Lines, yeah. yeah. I just don't know it can work in a big context. So my instinct is to make a small map and make it like 16-player FFA rumble style, but the same idea. Like you jump in, no weapons, like – and then it's a survival mode. That's kind of what I think. I about. have an idea. Okay, that's that's interesting. Why is he wrong? How did they do okay, it better? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why is he wrong? Well, he's not wrong. But my he idea is. for no, Destiny Battle Royale is it's similar to Apex Legends. <laughs> it's, it's Apex it's Legends. It's three-man squads because there's three classes in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Hunter, oh. Hunter, Titan, Warlock. And you're not a subclass. You're just a Hunter, Titan, Warlock. You're going to spawn with nothing. You pick up weapons, and the weapons... Like the base gun is the same, except you can pick up perks like luck in the chamber, outlaw, nice stuff like that. You can attach mm. it to your gun, and then there's power ups, like uh, elemental power ups. So if you pick up and if you find and pick up like a solar power up, and you're a Titan warlock or hunter, you're automatically the solar subclass, and you have all those abilities. But to get your super, you have to kill people. It's not like a regen over time thing, so you can't camp for your super. So like you have to get four kills to get your super. Something like that. I think that would be sick. That would be really cool. That sounds really, really Steven is all about incentivizing people to fight each other in this game. Yeah, Steven, Mr. 8, go in for the kill always. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, dude, in Destiny 1, don't you remember hide in the back with triple Stormcaller and get your super? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that's dumb. So that's funny funny that you say that because I think that, I think that Gambit was kind of the hybrid thing that maybe they would want to do for it and include some of the PVE aspects in it. So imagine if we'll use Apex Legends as a framework, but I like what you're saying, and then you add on the fact that there's PVE things in the space that oh, you like, can kill. Like, I'm just calculating how many times we've said Apex Legends in the <laughs> well, four minutes. Well, I know. Oh, but it, it fits so perfectly because there's three subclasses. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does work. So I think, um, yeah, I think when you think of what Bungie's capable of doing, that space and how many players, like Escalation Protocol was really cool because of the amount of players you could have in that environment, you know, killing those ads and everything else like that. But if you had a little bit of that BR flavor with, you know, some creatures in there that incentivize you to kill it, for your super and all the rest well, of the no, things. So they have a bunch of cool. like yellow bar elites that yes. you can kill, like a bunch of them. And they would drop an exotic or something like that. They would <laughs> drop an exotic. Yeah. So I think there's, de- so would we want a Destiny Battle Royale? We all said no on this show about like two or three weeks ago or maybe even a month ago. And now that Apex Legends has done it so right, look at Steven over there well, going like, the movement in Apex Legends <laughs> is similar to it Destiny is. in fast. a way. It's fast. It's a yeah. fast pace. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said this to Sean right before be we came in. If you, if you look at who Bungie's true competition was and we flash all the way back to, you said Modern Warfare 2. That was an Infinity Ward game. Uh, really, Modern Warfare 4 was the game that, like, dethroned, not dethroned Bungie, but 
Halo 3 was like, it was the game. That was the only game that came out at the time that challenged Halo 3, and they created their own path. Mm-hmm. Now Apex Legends is out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the time to kill would have to be a lot longer than... It yeah, I was going to say, like, I... So I thought you were going to lead up to, like, so do we want a Destiny BR? And I was going to say, still, no, for me. To me, mm-hmm. Destiny isn't a BR, and I don't think yeah. it lends well to the BR sort of gameplay and style of play. Like As as we know today, though, so that's what I'm saying. Like, for what we know... Of what well, that's what I'm saying is, like, yeah, right? like, Bungie is an incredible developer. They may very well develop one and then surprise the hell out of me, Absolutely. and then I'll take it back. Yeah. But until that, I can't really see in my head how a Destiny BR would fit in the space. I'll just say, like, I didn't think it would work either until Steven described how it would work. They reduced the amount of weapons because they have, uh, you know, only several sort of weapon archetypes. Yeah. And you could find those in the world. And the only way that they become unique is through the attachments yeah, that's mm-hmm. to the yeah. weapon. I think yeah. that's a really, really smart way to handle a game like Destiny. Mm-hmm. You spawn in nothing. I don't know if I if supers would be able to work in a battle royale. But, like, even the I mean, supers, so well the double jump, like, the class ability, like, there's all sorts of elements that I really don't see fitting into a battle royale like at least that well, we know it because i'm talking the traditional destiny supers that we have now right right there's just too much it would roll me yeah, yeah. yeah. It, would, it would definitely have to be tweaked like yeah. you couldn't one shot someone with a golden gun it'd have to be like two or something i don't know like, yeah. yeah also like Destiny's strength is that it's so fun to run jump shoot yes. and like fight so in my head it's like that's why i would want it to be small sided is like i would want to lean into that so that the moment you jump in, you're fighting. You're fighting all the way through the middle of the game, and then all the way to the end. Like you never stop. It's always like a constant. Like I'm thinking like five minute long matches at the most. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, like yeah. super intense, like really quick. Like you jump in, you die immediately, or you make it to the end. And it, to make it to the end, you have to be really fast, really skilled. And it's more like a. It's in my head. It's actually more like. Uh, uh, like uh, Unreal Tournament or something, you yeah. know, like with those old one v one, like Quake Three. And stuff. Well, you know how like I'm just imagining right now because we're talking about it. You know how much people like to revive sniping and trials and definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Can you imagine that in Battle Royale? That would be cool. Oh my so, god! So we need to move on. That's what I want to say. This feeling of Apex Legends uh, is the closest to trials that I've felt in the past probably three years since Destiny One trials. And it is that moment of Sean and I played a couple that were at the last moment. And we're using our abilities and we're using our supers and a smoke and we're flying three man squad. You're in a three man squad. No margin for error. You can no bring margin back for your error. Teammate. You can revive. You're playing for the unlimited revive if somebody goes down. And and, and trials and countdown in D two kind of broke a lot of those things that we enjoyed from that. So uh, yeah, I know we got to move on, but. Um, Kurosh, yeah, definitely uh, the Quiver King. I appreciate the shout out. But um, <laughs> right. yeah, I think that yeah, I think that these are things for sure that <laughs> um, yeah, I think so Destiny hard. could do really good, and it'd be interesting to see if they're actually prototyping something like that in the background. Yeah. Next up, we got a broken drumstick who asks <laughs> if you could bring back one raid set oh, from the original Destiny, which set would you choose? Vault of Glass. Yeah. No contest. Anybody have a different See, set? I, up, yeah, yeah, I do. Upgraded I do. Vault of Glass. Yeah, because you could add ornamentation. The, yes. Yeah. The Titan, the Titan armor from Vault of Glass didn't look that cool. The cavern armor. Like what? The Titan It has like, no, it looks weird. weird. It's all uneven. Bar. I agree. I like Sean. symmetrical stuff. I agree. Like Sean. It, I did not When there's like, like the random armor. pieces, like that's on one shoulder, but Dude, not on the other. I don't I like that. I didn't, I didn't like the Hunter armor for Vault of Glass. All right. I love the Warlock and I love the Titan. What would so you guys say instead? No. Mine is definitely, uh, okay, it's two. It's either the trials armor with the ornamentation. No, D1, raid, raid. D1, raid. Oh, it armor. says D1, raid? D1, raid. Okay, yeah. cool. Never mind then. Uh, Wrath yeah. of the Machine for sure. 
all of the Siva stuff I thought looked so triangles. awesome. Yeah. You like, love triangles. Well, it just looks awesome, man. <laughs> like it's all machine light. Yeah. Like I didn't like the war. I know you're not a warlock, but the warlock Siva set looked weird. So Wasn't I don't it even like a rectangle for a face, well, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So I don't remember what the war. I don't play a warlock, so I don't remember what it looks like. But the Titan armor was awesome. It was huge and it was big and square and like triangular, like really angled, like sharp edges and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, it pulsed with these really cool colors. Like, I just thought it was really cool. Dude, the Crota set for me. Easy. Really? The thing yeah. about the Hive sets, though, is, like, you got a lot of Hive gear. Kind of like, yeah. Weird. Like, it yeah. did look cool. Dude. But you, you had, got a lot like, of Hive you had stuff. the Warlock, in that. like, Sauron helmet. Yeah, that was You cool. had, like, the Knight uh, Titan helmet. The Titan ornamentation helmet with the giant, like, yeah, the light giant up, like, jagged yeah, huge. Yeah, that was yeah, great for PvP. Was, yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. Look at me. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> for, me for me, it's got to be Crota. You're, like, then, hiding behind a pillar, and they yeah. can see your head. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I really like It's not a raid set. I'm going to cheat a little bit. The, but, well, the, but You made me pick a raid set. <laughs> I already picked my raid set, Vault of Glass. Oh, so okay, I'm just okay. going to say, I did, like, one of the effects where, uh, I don't remember <clears> which set it was. It was, like, the... Uh, Iron Relic or something like that, where you could have fire effects added. That was the Rise of Iron. Oh collection. yeah, dude. yes, yes. Those fire. those were pretty co- cool, okay. and they never really revisited that. Yeah, in yeah. Destiny Two, I think Hollow so Fire Heart cool. has it, but that's about it. Yeah, right? I don't think I don't think I took my Hunter cloak off almost like all year one when I got it in Vogue. And the one I think, with the wolf head? Uh, no, that was okay. a Iron Banner, the early one. It's just that it was just a really long flowing cloak from Vault. But then I think uh, yeah, to, to go off Destiny, the trial stuff. I think probably the the like um, the Sphinx, uh, uh, the warlock one was awesome. looked Dude, the best. All yes, of all the trials, Absolutely. all of them. It was I don't know. I think I grinded for that helmet because it, it looks really so good. cool. All of yeah. them were awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a little bit of a spicy one from Nikki Forty One X. He says, "What would it take for you to quit Destiny forever? What line would they have to cross? Would it have to be a different game that scratches the same itch?" Question mark. To quit Destiny forever, mm-hmm. that would have to be pretty drastic. But for me, easy. Innovation. If they don't keep pushing innovation like they have continued, I think that would eventually wear on everybody and people would just eventually venture to other games. But I think Destiny has a strong future going ahead and Bungie has been known to innovate. So I'm not too concerned about that. Yep. What about you guys? I don't have time to explain. Well, <laughs> uh, no, I think that's uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You're no, diehard. No, I think I am a diehard. I've been playing like everybody talks about the PVE content, quote, quote, or lack thereof. Uh, I've literally been playing a Bungie related game since like Halo one came out every day for the last, uh, 16 years. So, and those were only PVP. So I don't really need a whole lot. The shooting, the feeling, the mechanics are what I'm in it for. PVE content, like I've said in the past, it's kind of a bonus for me. Yeah. Sean, you got an answer? I'm on your, I'm on the same page as you. Like it would take something really drastic. Cause like I haven't played Halo in like a year, but. I haven't quit Halo. You know right? what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll always Got probably Halo infinite around the corner. Yeah. Like I'll probably always be coming back when there's something Absolutely. new. Um, but I think, yeah, for me, if it's, if they ignored or refused to go further with like the story and building the world out, cause I like the PVE elements. And I like progression in those ways. Like yeah. learning more about the characters in the raid and uh, what we're even doing in this world. If they just didn't do that and it became like an entirely PVE game only or a mm-hmm. BR, I would not be interested. And then similarly, like, I could throw out a bunch of, you know, if they started charging, like if everything was locked behind a paywall, like yeah. it's all, everything now happens through Eververse. That would make me quit. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, those are, though. yeah, but those are unrealistic. Hypotheticals. Yeah. You know? I mean, we talked about those subscription fee. That's interesting. Would you not maybe play Destiny on a monthly basis if it was a subscription fee? Oh, actually, what? that's a really good question. If Bungie charged 
$10 a month to play Destiny. I would have not renewed my subscription in February. I'll well, tell you that. I would, I would, or, I would be yeah. much more hyper focused the way like World of Warcraft people are on yeah. what the content is, when it's coming, and how robust it is. Like yeah. I'd expect a PTR. I would expect like a like a new strike because in in World of Warcraft's players' minds, the subscription uh, that you pay it pays for content to be developed, like new content, not recycled yeah. content. So I don't want old raids. I don't want old armor. I don't want old weapons. I want all new stuff. And like, if they don't deliver on that, then yeah, I would not have this. I wouldn't pay for the subscription. Okay. To answer this question, I would never quit destiny. I'm a fan of the destiny world itself. The universe itself. Yeah. Love the PV. Love the PV. You can, you can harp on like their quest design and stuff like that. But in the end, when you're doing those things, it's fun. Like mm-hmm. it might not have that replayability, but I can't see myself ever quitting Destiny. On your the subscription thing, that would never happen because it's on console. You can't have a subscription feed based game on console because they already have a Final Fantasy fourteen did it. On console? Yep. Yeah. But did you're they? right. They, they're, so you pay in Xbox a, you're, yeah, you're, you're paying in addition to Yeah. That's crazy. So. Mm-hmm. And it worked? How did that work out? How much One was of the it? most popular games. It's like fourteen ninety nine or something like that. A wow. month? I don't remember exact numbers, but yeah, it's about is that traditional an MMO? subscription fee. It is. Did it have mm-hmm. a base uh, fee too? Like you had to buy it, then you have yeah, to. Yeah, it's like a sixty-dollar I believe game, right? you you bought bought the game, which you have to with <clears> like Final Fantasy fourteen on PC okay. or console, and then you pay the monthly subscription wow. fee. Right. Well, I didn't know that. Live or PlayStation Plus. I believe oh, yeah, for yeah, all online right. games, that's required. Yeah, but I, I don't actually, quote me on that. I will look it up on my phone while they discuss. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, I know Freyfet. I don't know anything about that because I don't know if Apex Legends. To your point, it does require Xbox Live. What about PlayStation Plus? I I assume the way the services are tied together to play online games, you need that because I wasn't one hundred percent sure on that. I don't know about that, but Bungie, dude, they're not. But to your point, yeah, it wouldn't happen. You're paying sixty bucks a year for live or PSN, right? And then you have to pay another what five, ten, fifteen bucks to play Destiny. It's, they, they would, they know that that would be shooting themselves in the foot. They would never do something like that. Although I will say, it's probably Plus on the is table. not required for Final Fantasy fourteen. Same applies to certain other multiplayer games such as Blacklight, Retribution, Warframe, and Neverwinter. You do not need PlayStation Plus to play fourteen. But so there we go. All right. Thank you okay. for asking that question. Internet. Yeah. 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 I don't I think mean, we have to worry about a subscription fee. No, no, no. I don't think anyone has to. But like, I do think that if they did and the content didn't deliver, then that would cause me to quit. This makes it, it would make me more apt to watch reviews that yeah, before definitely. I bought. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think Apex Legends introduces an interesting thing, even when we compare it to Call of Duty. Like, mm-hmm. Call of Duty is another game where they're charging like the main, you know, price tag, and then they're trading DLCs and all the rest of that stuff. I mean, it's going to be hard to create that model going forward when you have this game that potentially could do really, really well financially when there's 10 million players out there you know what got me to quit playing destiny destiny 2 you know what got me to quit playing destiny 2 probably destiny 3 yeah (laughs) so like (laughs) like no how often you go back to destiny 1 maybe once in a while actually cj has told this story a lot he plays destiny (laughs) 1 yeah because because i literally so well especially early in destiny 2 you played a lot of destiny 1 because it was a little wonky if they hadn't if they hadn't have canceled trials i i said that i would probably still play trials every weekend just because now uh when we talked about it in uh, last week on the show people were saying the comments oh you guys all play on pc some should play on playstation 4 shout out to wulan i actually jumped on playstation 4 on destiny 2 
to and played for a few days. PvP, a little bit of the quests. And yeah, it does feel different. It's hard to go back there. But if you don't know what PC is, and Sean, you were out playing on Xbox for oh, like, yeah, a little while. Oh yeah, about like a thousand yeah, hours. You, you that's don't, true. You don't realize that the things that we're talking about don't exist like, yeah, on that's the console. True. So um, I will say that the console like, infrastructure is very different and there's a lot of people playing. It's very active. Comp, it's people there. But I love is- I love Destiny One. I never played Destiny One again after Destiny Two launch. Same. My last game was a flawless run with CJ, and I told him right then and there, I'm, I'm uninstalling this game. I'm retiring from this game. I want my <laughs> last game of Destiny One yeah. to be that flawless run. Never turned it on again. That's nice. cool. That's it a good way to great. go. Out, and I and I try to badger him every day to play. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> so last week we teased that Paris sent in a question. And I think this is a good jumping off point. I'm just going to read it here really quick. Should Joker's Wild intro a trials type competitive mode for Gambit, and if Destiny 3 is fall 2020. Would a second annual pass be enough to keep you satisfied, or do we need another Forsaken-sized expansion in September? And a lot of people ask the question in the same vein about what Bungie and the Destiny team has planned for September. So what do you guys think? If we get another annual pass in September, do you mm-hmm. think that's going to keep you coming back, or do you think they need something like a Forsaken for September? I mean, I we were talking about... So we say Forsaken, but now when we think about what they did last time with Destiny 1, Rise of Iron wasn't as big as Taken King. Yeah. Um, I think that it would be good to have some kind of annual drop that was still fairly substantial, that had a bunch of quests and that kind of stuff into it, versus this slow trickle out that they're doing. Mm-hmm. I think it brings a, a very large people, you know, set of people back. But, I mean... Again, Curse of Osiris and Warmind felt like not big enough. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you strike that balance. I can appreciate what they're doing now, but, you know, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that that's working? I, I had a lot of criticisms with the content drops, House of Wolves and like Warmind and Curse of Osiris. But those could have been improved. Yeah. Like just the storytelling just wasn't quite there. And there was some quest structure stuff and like taking the strikes out of the story and just putting them in. Uh, it, it's a really interesting challenge, but I much preferred that over the annual pass cycle because the annual pass cycle has kind of stripped away my incentivization story-wise to chase anything or to set up the big bad. But that was only like for an hour and a half to two hours in those campaigns anyways, but right? But it's, like, it's set up the the like Taken King. That that was a big drop, so I won't use that as an example. Yeah. House of Wolves, it set up Skolas as the villain and why you care about that. Yeah. But none of that happened in Black Armory, for example. There is no big bad. No, th- that's Just throw true. the balls at the thing but and not learn anything about Ada unless you read it online. Yeah, Ada no, one is the True. Bad. Yeah, yeah, but but I think like looking back, like trials was looked at as a positive thing only because of the reception of it. If if, mm-hmm. if House of Wolves didn't have trials, really, what was there? <laughs> there was kind of nothing, right? And that's yeah. a little bit about what Black Armory feels like. So, I mean, do I wish there was a weekend trials type thing for Gambit? Yes. Do I wish that there was um, a, the trials, just regular trials from D1 back? Yes. If those things came back and people liked them a lot, like the way people are enjoying Apex, I think the story stuff is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. So what do you think they would mm. need in September then? That's that's the crux of the, the question. Yeah. I mean, so basically, yeah, I do think that they need something like Forsaken that has some kind of substantial quest. But I think it needs to be a hybrid of what they're doing now. And I think if they had a release... Um, each of these, you know, what we're calling, I guess, I hate the word drip feed. It doesn't make sense. But um, if they have a little bit of story up front and then there's a bunch of things that tie into that initial story, that'd mm-hmm. be good. But I don't think it needs to be like a campaign like Forsaken was or the way that Destiny 2 was. You only play those once and you never go back to them again. So I get why they're not doing that. But I think they need some kind of storyline. Because <clears throat> we talked about the last word. There was no cutscene. There was no... 
you know, setup or exposition. It'd be nice if there was some of that. It doesn't need to be massive cinematics. It yeah. could just be like dialogue. I'd say the most interesting and compelling thing that has happened with Black Armory or the content before that are the story beats. People continually talk about eight of one on Reddit because it's an interesting story beat that kind of gives you the hook to yeah. continue playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. Or um, I can't think of the last content drop, but there's always interesting narrative pieces, even well, in the last work. Still class. to this day, the Queen. Yeah. yeah, the Queen. What's going on with the Queen? That was the other see. One that's the stuff that interests me. Like, mm-hmm. but you mentioned, but it's buried in there. You yeah. mentioned it, my like a hybrid, right? Yeah. I think that's the actual. That's the right approach. Is like, yeah. why not both? Right? Yeah, it can both be drip-fed content week after week that kind of continually engages your most hardcore fans to mm-hmm. come back and do stuff on a regular basis, but then to entice players to come back or to get them like hooked into that cycle, you need a bigger, more robust, maybe potentially story-driven campaign-like thing that flushes out a new part of the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you could do both, that would actually really entice me because now that we've gotten through um Black Armory, I do think it's a little light. Like yeah. Right up until the last forge and the last word quest, mm-hmm. I was on the out. Like I was, I was very, I was very engaged right up until that point, and then it started to taper off. And then you had Apex Legends drop mm-hmm. and stuff. And now I haven't really played the last like two weeks. But <laughs> if it could do both of those things, then I think you're in a, you're in a good spot. Yep. Definitely. Any thoughts, Stephen? Uh, no, I agree with both of you guys. Uh, but I do to answer Paris's first part of the question. Should, jo- should Joker's Wild intro a trials type competitive mode for Gambit? Yeah, I would love yes. that. Mm-hmm. I would love well, what to is, see. What is that though? Well, it's, it's like, like you win five games and you yeah, go you win a reward five. system tied yeah. to. Yeah, you win victories. five games and then there's exclusive armor or weapons. Okay. And yeah. then it's yeah. hard for me to wrap my head. when people say trials. I think elimination competitive. Right. Like I think he's just talking about the win format, the format. Okay, okay. This, but I would yeah. also like to see as you get further into the card. It's not the exact same game game every time. I think I like it'd be cool if like the enemies become Ooh, harder every yeah. yeah every game that for near both four teams. and five yeah, yeah. Cool. or meatball spawns like in the fourth and fifth yeah, like game random or stuff like that. I think that would yeah. be cool. Hmm. Yeah, you got to. Oh, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like the House of Wolves Prison of Elders. I mean, what yeah, I was yeah. gonna say is, yeah, I like instead that, of yeah. a trials based win format thing, because gamut games are already long, and like I can imagine if you had to win nine or not even nine, if they made a five, that's five. still lots match a lot of matches in a row. Yeah, Why well, don't you don't they have prison of elders. You don't have to do it at one sitting though. Oh, oh, well, okay, yeah, but <laughs> but but I still think that would be weird, right? Like I think it'd be yeah. cooler if they if it wasn't a trials type competitive mode for gambit, but uh. Horde like a uh, uh, prison of elders thing, like yeah. wave based survive as long as you can. Type why? Thing. Why did they get rid of that man? They had that in Halo Reach. They well, brought it back in I Destiny thought, One, and it was. I was stoked on House of Wolves because I thought it was going to be unlimited. It turns out it was the only five waves, but yeah. that was cool because you had a really cool boss fight at the end. But like yeah. Skolas, yeah, like Halo Three uh, when they introduced firefight yeah. uh, with ODST, and yeah, like that same year or right after that or right before that, Gears did it, and like. Those were so much fun and they were brand new for the time. Like it boggles my mind that Destiny doesn't have something like that. Yeah. Bring Firefight back. Pretty insane. This next Firefight chat. Go down and (laughs) right over. This next question is right up my alley. It's from Mr. Woodhouse. Thank you, Reddit, for sending this in. He says, What is the one unique weapon from another franchise that you would love to see John Hamrick and crew use for inspiration on a new exotic? Cerebral bore, baby. That little bug that hits you in the head and drills out your brain. Let's bring some gore to this. You have crazy ideas. That's cool. I did a series called The Armory for Screwtack back in the day. And right away, I went to my (laughs) list of weapons (laughs) that I added to the armory and and went through some of my favorites. Um, Rated R. I would love something like dogs or some sort of animal 
type uh, exotic that is you that can a stick on your enemies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, like, like the Call of Duty dogs that go out and like, like, take I got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a whistle. You <laughs> blow it and like wolves come out and they like attack. Oh, the, yeah. There you go. There you so, go. Something like An that. Exotic whistle. Yeah. Do, do you guys have anything? On your I mind? do actually. I I thought about I this a lot. I think a lot about the coolest ships and coolest weapons in the game. I'm a real big nerd about that. Uh, for me, I would introduce like a. Uh, you guys play Half Life. Half Life. I've heard yeah. of this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a good one. Yeah. Uh, the gravity gun. I would yeah. love a, an exotic weapon that. Either when you left click or it's the tractor cannon. No, I know. I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> yeah. but but not tractor cannon because in this one, like it doesn't fire anything. It can only push or pull. Like you left click ah. to pull or right click to push, and it's more like a tractor beam. Like it'll pull someone in over time, mm-hmm. but it doesn't fire any projectiles. So once they get there, if you pull them into you, you have to like punch them or something, mm-hmm. or switch to a shotgun. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Like if you like lock onto someone, you could like pull them out from cover. I think that would be awesome. That'd be really nice. Yeah. You got any ideas, Steven? I got one if you need a second, and it kind of yeah yeah go yeah go sure. For it. Uh, it's a little bit off Apex, but it's also I thought you were going with this Portal Two. I think a portal gun. Oh. <laughs> a portal gun yeah. would be amazing, and uh, the character, the legend Wraith, has that would this be a nightmare to balance. <laughs> it would yeah. be a nightmare to balance. <laughs> but I think what's cool that like at least with Wraith, when you go there, it activates the portal where you use it. But if you had a portal gun where you could <laughs> potentially like shoot something across the way and then like shoot something next to you and go to that location then like fly through and then like get to jump on somebody that would be crazy that would be awesome i have another idea you guys play perfect dark yes there's yeah. a gun called the farsight uh, oh, uh, right. what if what if there was an exotic sniper rifle uh that let's call it you only have three bullets but you can shoot through walls <laughs> like you can see Ugh. like the far sight if you didn't play perfect you dark Destiny i'm one armor pierce i'm dating myself here because what year was that that was like 98 right 98 or 99 yeah, when that game like came out so i'm really old but this is a gun that it's a sniper rifle that allowed you to see through walls <laughs> and shoot through walls yeah. so it was really op but uh, that would be super fun but like yeah the way gun. you would balance it in destiny is like maybe you get like one bullet yeah. <laughs> to, to sort of your idea uh something like the just cause what is it he uses like a rope or it's like a it grappling hook. Oh, it's like a, a bionic bionic hook where you could like yeah. attach him to something that's moving oh. and then they go yeah. fly yeah. Out and, like so into the sky yeah. Yeah. that would be really good yeah. and it sort of gets that fun gameplay reward is tractor cannon you know yeah, where yeah. like you just something crazy happens yeah, that when you shoot fun. it I don't know if you've thought of yours yet. Pathfinder, um, do you know if you can do this? Can you use his grapple ability to pull enemies yes, close to you? They so showed that, it in a trailer. Okay, yeah. that's what I, I couldn't remember because I haven't used it. But that was so, something you could do in Titanfall 2. Pathfinder is an Apex character. Just the side note, yeah. CJ is yeah. killing it on the Apex Legends talent. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, crushing it. You're me, outdoing I me on World of Warcraft. I can't think of like, a specific oh, iconic really? weapon, but okay. I always wanted them to improve sword play in Destiny. True. I think limiting it to heavy kind of sucks. It would have been cool if we could get like a secondary sword or primary sword that obviously wouldn't one shot someone. But it, it would be cool if you could make a build where you are just sword. That would be really cool. Yeah. Melee with more build. with more like animation students instead of just the like yeah, the lunge and the swipe. uppercut. I'm like overflowing with ideas right now. <laughs> uh, you guys play Devil May Cry? Yes. yes. Give yeah. me Dante's pistols, ebony and ivory. Oh, oh yeah. Like yeah. double hand cannons, last word, like dual wheel. They got like yeah. double gunslinger. It's like double last words. <laughs> yeah. That would Dude, be awesome. Make that a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, There's no dual wield weapon in Destiny. No, there. that's why it would be Is cool there, if you have both awesome. pistols. No, there's not. Yeah, yeah. there's not. Be I cool. guess when you super with Hunter Blade, you get two, I guess. You sort of I mean, it feels like they kind of already did that with Halo. They they dropped that in every subsequent one after all. 
almost because it was just like the balance. Oh, now I'm thinking about Halo weapons. Two machine yeah. guns. You hold one in each hand. You <laughs> shoot them yeah. both. Uh, All right, next question. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm not done. Uh, uh, some some sort of melee weapon like fiber wire and like Hitman series I think would be really neat. No, like a, a close quarters thing where you could trigger like an animation okay. to strangle somebody or something like I that. I got it. Yeah. yeah. So in Counter-Strike. In Counter-Strike, there's a taser. It's like a little sort of – It's like yeah. a, it looks like a gun, but it shoots an electric Siphon bolt. Filter had that too. It's a one-hit kill, but only at melee range, which in Counter-Strike is mm-hmm. – basically what people do is like – they hide behind a door and wait for someone to walk through, and they just zap. And like, <laughs> it's really embarrassing if you get zapped, but like it would be but really never, cool. It would never work yeah. in Destiny. It's the disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> just walk up and like taste someone. Yeah, it would never work in Destiny. And then the uh, Soul Reaver sword. Just put that in the game. <laughs> one of my favorite games. All right, next question. Uh, what do we got here? I had one lined up. All right, Richard Summers wrote in. Should pinnacle PvP weapons be banned from quick play once you yeah. have one of these weapons? You have no reason to change, meaning you are unable to stomp in quick play. Players avoid quick play for potentially that reason. That's his thoughts. I think there's a case to be made for a mode where certain weapons aren't in it. I was oh, gonna say okay. I was Maybe. gonna say if you were to do if you were to try and create a level playing field in a mode, the place to do it would not be quick play, it would be competitive. Like, yeah, I would. That's where I would yeah. ban the weapons. Yeah, absolutely. Like one, but, but I see what he's saying because the issue is you have to play competitive right now to get that weapon, and the people that are not playing competitive probably feel like it's not fair that they're getting smashed by this thing that they're a can't get, and b that they're not in trying to get in that other game mode. Oh, I got my year one better okay, double. Hold on, yeah. let's really back good, up right? a bit. I know, yeah. <laughs> They can get it. They don't want to get it. <laughs> no, no, they do want to get it. Okay, if they did, then they would be in competitive grinding it out they like you did. Not Some people are unable people. to get it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Why that's, playing quick you got to stomach that. No, <laughs> I mean, no. For, well, he's, oh, he's I can't. I want, I, when I was a kid, I really wanted to play in the NBA, no, but no, guess what? No, I just, no. I can't Listen, do it. Sean, <laughs> that's that's not really... what he's saying about, about though. He's saying yes. quick play is specifically designed for the casual player yes. without catering to the casual player in any way. Competitive is, Okay. Is created for the hardcore. Players. But if you play, but I play, I play. And guess a, what? No lower players than ever are playing are not both. Playing but I play, I play a lot of quick play. Yeah. You're not seeing so. You're, it's not so bad that you're getting stomped all the time by pinnacle weapons. But there's a lot of not forgotten and a lot of lunas. So and, apparently, and that's because. But people, there's a lot of last word and a lot of ace of spades. Like it's not apparently on console. It's okay. I guess that's true. I have yes. to caveat this with that. I don't play on console. Apparently, on yes. console, Nafragon is clear and above the gun, above even Ace of Spades because of the hit reg. Because the aim hit assist, reg and, hit and reg, aim yes. assist. And Apparently, that's, what, I was it that's does, what I've been told. It does feel okay. a little bit different, but and that's what I'm saying. Like what Destin's saying is that when you're not playing comp and then you're getting smashed by people in quick play. Because you're not playing you have comp, nowhere to play. Good. Yeah, All you're right, not so able to get them. Let me caveat this by saying one, I don't play on console. Two, even in quick play. To be clear, I don't have any of these pinnacle weapons. I don't have Luna's Hell. And I don't have Not Forgotten. Yeah, and I don't ever see myself like actually feeling uh, oppressed by those weapons. Yeah. in a way. And I in I quick hear, play, I even. hear what you're saying, but yeah. I think there is a case. So to personally, be made I just that, don't think I have a problem with it. That's all. Yeah. yeah, there's a case to be made that quick play maybe should be a mode where, or or there should be another mode where. Yeah, it is. It is tricky. I I I can see both sides. Yeah, like, like how do you ban really stuff? Like, okay, yeah. well, you know what? You know what else really whoops my ass in quick play? <laughs> uh, 
any super. So let's just get rid of those while we're at it. Oh, uh, no. Like, no class abilities. You have the ability to get those by playing PvE or just the game. There actually is a mode uh, that does all the stuff that you're talking about, Sean. It's called a Halo. So boot up your Xbox, yeah. <laughs> fire up Halo, and it will meet all these wants. You have a level playing field, no overpowered weapons, yeah. and you can go from there. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we had a question from Nate V. Bringing the spice, bringing the controversy here. How do you think Destiny's player base will hold up during the next two months with the release of Anthem, Division 2, Apex Legends? Do you see Bungie this updating is, some yeah. content? This is an interesting players one. engaged. They need to because there's a lot of competition right this now. This is an interesting it's one. It's going to be really interesting. Because yeah. right, right before Apex Legends, mm-hmm. I would have said I don't think Destiny's player base sees any significant drops it might see some fluctuations but no significant drops mm-hmm. because of anthem or division absolutely but now that apex but legends the trifecta. Is in, yeah but now that apex legends is in the mix i i just have to go off my own experience here the only game i want to play is apex legends yeah. right now and that doesn't bode well for any of those games yeah <laughs> i know yeah. like i don't care yeah. who you are and, and i think for me as well too i mean we were talking about how the audience for anthem is a little bit different the audience for destiny division yeah. are a little bit different um, but for me personally, and we did know a little bit about this in the background because we signed NDA. Steve and I were actually there before it launched. It was weird to know that was in the mix and going like my hype train for a lot of other things <laughs> is very low. Yeah. And I was just kind of sitting here going, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. But knowing the respawn pedigree, I was like, it could be really good. It is Season really good. of the Drifter is two or three weeks away. It comes in March. I haven't heard anything about it there's I'm no sure marketing we'll, for sure it. We'll hear it in the well, two weeks coming. out yeah but but here's, where's the hype train okay but just wait yeah. so on that note what i do like about what oh, we're getting thorn did though, here wait it's not, is it it's not confirmed two weeks out well it's, it's like march, it said first, march the on the roadmap here's what i'll say about the way that apex uh legends did this i like the fact that they were a very confident studio that knew that they had a lot of challenges releasing this game being under ea i mean there's a bunch of things that go along with you know the microtransactions sort of monetization thing and then it being free and just the fact that yeah ea has other you know battlefield still to come and anthem still to come it's really odd but the strength of this game will outweigh all those negative things i think Mm -hmm. and yeah destiny i think will be able to bring it back but that's why i think they're not doing this i think they're not hyping it up because it just it raises the expectation too high and then you can be disappointed. Here's my prediction. going to soft launch it? Um, potentially. Hey, season drifters out, everybody. <laughs> well, but we play all, it, I'll play it if you want. Well, here's we, my prediction. We all know it's coming, though, right? Yeah. So Here's my prediction. I, I don't know when. We are addicted to Apex Legends not because there's a quest to grind or there's weapons to obtain. It's just the gameplay game play itself is fun. Yeah. That is something. So my my prediction is it's not going to – Destiny 2 is not going to suffer initially – Everyone's going to come back. Well, not maybe not everyone, but a, a large number of people are going to come back, run through the content, and then bounce. And then when you see the numbers like consistently after the launch, like a month after, you might have like let's say a hundred players. That's just a number. You might start to see that lower now because not because the game is bad, but because there are so many other games out now. Yeah. That maybe if you don't feel like grinding the same thing over and over again. You want to hop into new content, aka Anthem Division to Apex Legends, whatever. That's my prediction. I don't think they have to worry about initially. Yeah, it's just consistently after. There's definitely a PvP script. <laughs> There's definitely a PvP 
itch being scratched no. by yes. Apex Legends. I agree, hundred uh, percent. The PVE thing, you're, you have Anthem now and Division Two competing in that front. Mm-hmm. Yep. Destiny will definitely be able to manage to garner some interest there. But the problem is, we devour their content so quick. Maybe that's like a week, and then we're sort of balancing all these other games within the mix. And I, I think that's going to be an interesting challenge that I haven't seen Bungie face before. Not just. Bungie versus Division, and if you'll remember, a lot of people played the crap out of Division at launch, mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. they had some bad decision Definitely. making early on that like, sort of hurt. Case, it. case in point, I consider myself a really hardcore completionist of Destiny. Yeah. When Season of the Drifter launches, I'm going to run through all the content, going to do everything I can, and get all the stuff I can. But whereas in the past, before I might have grinded for that title immediately, I might put it on the back burner and play some other games. Exactly. But if Trials was there. The way that it was in D1 with some kind of weekend hook, I guarantee you, you would be back in what about so Monday through Friday on the weekend. Or Monday through <laughs> no, but but that's my point. I think that's the thing that's definitely yeah. missing. I mean, like like, like I said earlier, the reason why we're so addicted to Apex is the just fun the to play. PvP man. gameplay is so good, yeah. and I have honestly still hasn't gotten that match. I honestly have not felt that since Trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's why we're all adamant that I think whatever. I mean, I know we won't. Pro- we probably won't get it with Joker's Wild, uh, but. I mean, well, well, maybe we will, but like if it's a hybrid between like a big campaign oriented thing that expands the story, but then also this weekly hook that is more gameplay focused, that's fun to do and play yeah. as opposed to just grinding things to get the things you have to check the boxes off in your collections. That's what games like Apex Legends are doing right now is like, I couldn't care at all what I'm collecting or anything like that. There's nothing to collect really. Like, I mean, you can get skins and stuff, cosmetics, yeah, but like that just makes that you look stuff. cool or whatever. Yeah. Everyone plays it because it's awesome and fun and competitive and every situation is different. Like Destiny needs that. And, and, and Destiny like created that. That's what's crazy is that Trials kind of created that. And, um, well, Sean, we were playing with a random when we won that time and it felt amazing. And have, have you played and got wins with people that you don't know yet? I've gotten game? two wins playing solo with yeah. people I don't know and we're all ecstatic when yeah. it happens. And it's really nice because I, I play with players who are really good. Yeah. But playing with players at my level and coming oh. out with like four or five kills, it feels awesome. It feels like I'm it contributing. Does. Here's another thing. We did it together. Have yes. you noticed that this game doesn't appear to be very toxic? No, but like, that's I had point. one team that was toxic. Okay. My entirety. Every, no, my like, point. Chat, except on PC. Yeah, but like every random I've played with, even the ones who have my, yeah, all the, good. one of them, I mean, most of them have mics. One, that's good. And then two, like they tend to be like, hey, do you need ammo? Play, I got some extra okay, stuff for you. It's devil, really crazy. To play devil's yeah. advocate. Overwatch and League weren't toxic in the first week they launched. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and and there's <laughs> and there's something to be said for that. I know we're all, all hyping about this. There are a bunch of things that I think cater to playing with a mic, playing without a mic. The ping system is amazing. It's really well designed. But they innovated in the space. They innovated in that space. But but you're right. I think there's something to be said about even. I can feel myself meeting people in this game for real after playing with them and we yeah. have a good play session. Whereas, like, never, never played Dota, never want to yeah. meet a Dota player in real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If week one of Season of the Drifter is like, you can get Thorn again, come on, Guardians, let's yeah, get it. So, I'm going to be like, I'm good. I, like, <laughs> I it's funny good. because yeah. it, having I'm, Apex I, Legends <laughs> on the table really changes your perspective on a lot because before That's, Apex Legends came yeah. out, I probably – would have said or maybe even did say, yeah, Thorn coming back, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Now day. it's like it kind of underscores <laughs> yeah. like how not cool yeah. that would be. Oh, so I can go get Thorn or I could do eight-player raids in Division 2 or I could be a flying robot spaceman killing enemies <laughs> yeah, in, in Division 2 in, in Anthem or I could be uh, having a really amazing PvP experience. In Apex I'm good. You can keep keep 
Thorne for a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll get that later. Yeah. Yeah, Here's yeah. Destiny's strength. I think the Destiny brand is stronger than Apex Legends. It's got a little bit more pull than Titanfall. Ooh, wow. It's a new IP. Uh, I don't well, know, it's, No, no, because here's the thing. We like Well, we know this because Titanfall launched in between some massive titles last two times. Okay, but they have, did not survive. If you look at any of our comment sections for any of these episodes, yeah. Destiny is in turmoil still. They Absolutely. still have to get over the curse of Osiris. To I was going to say, like, when you're talking about yes. brand, it's actually kind of tough to weigh stuff because, yeah, yeah like, sure. Destiny is more established for sure. Yeah. People know more Des- people know Destiny more for than better or Legends. for worse. But I was going to say, like, they also – there's this stigma of Bungie long-term in yeah. Destiny. Uh, there's also – but on the Apex Legends side, like, I saw a thread on Reddit EA, that was like, I mean, that's where's all the EA hate now? Yeah, guys? I know. Like, yes. People yeah. love Apex but Legends, so they're willing to forgive EA a little bit That's more. what's interesting. That's what I'm looking at for – that we're looking forward to see is, like – Respawn, I think, has like carved this niche like a little bit outside of the EA brand. And will that kind of will, like if you're buying microtransactions in the game, do you feel like you're supporting EA do or you, Respawn? And, and how does that affect the game? And your maybe I'm overhyping it right here, but I think Apex Legends becomes EA's brand. I think it's that good. Oh, I've already seen yeah, like, like their marketing yeah. on their channel. They're like, we got a hit. We need to. Yeah, go like all I think on. I don't know. I don't think EA had any idea how much of a hit this was going to be. Like I'm sure they had some sense when it's when respawn, you came man. back. Yeah, when you I came know. back from the event, I know this is sort but of becoming Apex say, Legends chat. By the way, but you can't but just say it's. It's respawn. I'm like, it's know? Titanfall, but with no Titans, no wall running, none of the core mechanics. I don't know, man. The characters are sort of weird looking. Then I played one game, yeah. <laughs> one game, and I'm like, I get it. I'm in. And that's all I needed to say. I was like, trust me. The first thing people say is there's no Titans. There's no double jumping. There's no wall running. I'm not into it. And I'm like, trust me. Like We said those same things. Yeah. You need to play it. You need to play it together with somebody, yeah, and definitely. you in, will believe how good In 2018, 2019 – when you take a look at EA's portfolio, what are the games that really stand out that they didn't, according to the internet, nothing like Rune, right? You had a huge, awesome, engaged fan base with Mass Effect, right? But then you had Andromeda. Uh, you, like, people love Star Wars. People love the original Battlefront. But then we got Battlefront 2, and I the microtransactions that. thing killed it, and then it never recovered. Yeah. Uh, they canceled every other Star Wars game except for Respawns. So, like, basically all of their major franchises, minus, like, FIFA and stuff, are in kind of not great spots. So with a hit like Apex Legends, yeah. I see EA suits being, like, all focus on this, all marketing yeah. on this, Hopefully like blow it up, wreck what it is, and that's the Apex? thing that yes, that's the thing that scares me because Titanfall two. I've said this many times. That was one of my favorite campaign games, and I played the crap out of that game. I hope it doesn't turn into all right, sweet, we got the cash cow. Let's just strangle the life out of it. I don't think that'll happen because like we already have we already have Fortnite games. for that. Yeah, Fortnite. <laughs> the Fortnite true. revenue model is just like skins and emotes and such like that. Yeah, and if that's all they're gonna do, I don't need any of that stuff. So I don't care Go yeah, as long as plus, it doesn't change the gameplay yeah. Yeah, yeah plus they have a system in game to just earn and pay to unlock stuff it's fantastic Pretty good. so here's a here's a fortnite question for you uh-huh. i don't play fortnite so i don't actually know the details on this mm-hmm. but all the stuff that you can collect or buy through microtransactions yeah. can it is all of that cosmetic it's literally everything in fortnite is cosmetic but none of it affects the gameplay none correct, of it affects at all well there are See, emotes. The animation of the emotes. <laughs> yeah. It's you like can lay down in the back. There's an emote where you do a jumping and jack you flip and, and like there's <laughs> the video of him dodging it, dodging the <laughs> yeah. because he like timed the backflip at the kind of like that. Yeah. That doesn't affect the emotes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not it doesn't give you a competitive no. advantage. That's what you're <laughs> if anything, about. it was hilarious to see the emote do a backflip and him dodge a bullet. But like it's not like, oh my god, he's shooting me, I'm gonna backflip. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's style points. 
I think that's a good ending point, guys. So I do want to give a, a general <laughs> show note about next week. We might be doing things a little bit differently next week. You're still going to get a show. Audio listeners, we may not put out the audio because we're probably going to do a sort of let's play. Our friends at PlayStation are having us do a little something for Crimson Days. Crimson mm, Doubles. doubles. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Steven and I are likely going to be playing. CJ's gone. Sean, I think you're a little bit busy, but maybe you can hop on some CD with us. I would love turns. to. Yeah, let's take turns. Yeah, I'd love to be on. But yeah. I want to take this opportunity to tell you if you are one of those audience audio listeners now would be a great time to head on over to youtube.com slash fireteam chat and watch the video because it'll be cool That's and right. you'll see our beautiful big faces and yep. then and you'll that. actually see who's good at pvp oh, <laughs> oh wow dude yeah i love it after. and then episode 200 that's right coming up so hopefully we'll have a couple little special things planned for that one. Uh, you won't want to miss that one. Yeah, not Destiny next week, three. week after. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Destiny no, no. three announcement <laughs> <laughs> exclusively on Fire TV. I had a lot of a lot of fun with this question. Yeah, so I think so. yeah, always for sure. Reach format. out to the community. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. Maybe we'll use them on episode two hundred. And uh, that's it for this week's episode. So until next time, everybody, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.